Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This week, I'm going to be talking about some upcoming things and some of Waco's history. I have a special guest in the studio. If you want, go ahead and introduce yourself. Uh, my name is Bobby Horner. I work for the City of Waco Development Services Department. I have lived in Waco for 45 years. I uh, went to school here. I've been with the city about 19 and a half years. And um, we oversee a, a lot, well, really a lot of the development that we might talk about here in a minute and a lot of the neat stuff going on here in Waco. So uh, I love it here. I mean, this is home and I, I love talking about it. Yeah, I'm so glad that you've been in Waco for such a long time. Um, one of the main things I want to talk about today is one of like Waco's history. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about maybe the founding of Waco and some of the early days? Yeah, Waco started as a village, Waco Village, back in the early 1800s. And uh, the some Texas Rangers came up and helped uh, settle and, and protect some of the uh, early villagers. And uh, Waco is really, what's really cool about Waco is not only do they have a major river that runs through it, but Waco had artesian wells. Waco had a lot of, uh, of the cotton industry grew here. It was one of the largest inland cotton industries in this part of the country for many years, like the end of the Civil War up until the Great Depression. Um, and then the other thing that really helped put Waco on the map was the uh, historic Chisholm Trail. Mm -hmm. And so that's, that's kind of where the suspension bridge comes in eventually because this was the low water crossing for all these cattle that were coming mm -hmm. up from deep south Texas and, and going to Abilene, Kansas. And so you've got cattle, you've got cotton, uh, you've got just growth. And so people were coming here. And, and Waco was... Waco was kind of keeping pace with Austin and Dallas for, for many years um, until we hit that fateful day in May 11th, 1953, the tornado. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and do you want to talk a little bit about the Alico building, speaking of yeah. the tornado? Well, speaking of the tornado, the Alico building was really a, uh, it was a very unique engineering design. Uh, it was one of the, the first buildings to have a steel superstructure, which actually it was designed to withstand those high winds. So uh, the Alico building withstood that F5 tornado. And even though it swayed, it, it stood its ground, so to speak. And it was, it was a symbol of strength back then. 
And even though it's not the tallest skyscraper by any stretch of the imagination anymore, it's still a symbol of strength uh, for Waco. And uh, it's just, it's got a lot of neat engineering designs, which being in the architecture side of things was particularly interesting uh, to me. But uh, been in it, been on top of it. So <laughs> it's, uh, you can see for miles, it is a gorgeous building. Yeah, and I know the whole structure of downtown has changed. You want to talk about some of the development and some of the history of downtown Waco itself? Right. Uh, Waco has never been through this kind of growth that you're that everybody's seeing right now. And the interesting thing is, and what I tell people when I talk to them, is that the growth is just not in one area of Waco. Mm-hmm. It's not just downtown. It's not just along the river. It's It's everywhere. And uh, with Texas having the ninth largest economy in the world, people are moving here, uh, you know, uh, from California all over the country. And, of course, there's, you know, the little TV show that's popular around these parts. It's mm-hmm. bringing people literally just around the world. Just a small TV. Yeah, just, just a small TV <laughs> I don't think you've show. ever heard of it before. Yeah, yeah. But uh, people around the world are coming to see Chip and Joe and mm-hmm. all the stuff they've done. But I always tell people, too, Waco was growing before that show ever even hit, mm-hmm. and that's that's what's so neat about it. Now, of course, when that took off, uh, we tell people it's kind of like threw gas on a fire. I mean, it just exploded. Uh, COVID kind of screwed things up a little bit for a while, but uh, people you. are really, uh, even today when I walk through over there, walk around town, you see people coming back. I mean, people, I think, are really enjoying getting out. Mm-hmm. So uh, really some, some neat stuff going on. Yeah, so you have such an interesting vantage point. Um, what is it like comparing today's growth versus historic growth in Waco? Well, uh, today's growth is just uh, one thing I noticed when I was first at the city. Uh, Waco was starting to have a little bit of upward growth, nothing like it is right now. But I noticed that it, I think downtown development was waiting for that one or two people to really step out in faith and start developing some of these older buildings. You know, River Square Center was one of the first ones. And then another developer came in, and, you know, the new the chamber building was new, and then the apartments next to it. And that kind of started a synergy where people say, okay, they did it, they made it work, so let's, let's do it. And then, of course, you know, Spice Village and all of that just started to develop. And people had asked, us ask me, you know, all diff- at different times, you know, Waco's got this river. Why haven't, hasn't Waco done anything with the river? And so for the 40-something years I've lived here, it is so great to see finally, I've been here in riverfront development for mm-hmm. years, and finally uh, it is uh, it's happening. So that is, that's what's exciting to me, and just getting to be a part of all that and see it happening and and meeting the developers and seeing what they're doing. Yeah, and especially since you've been on the development board for so long and you've been working with them, um, mm-hmm. I imagine you get you know an insight on all the new and exciting things that are coming to Waco and are planning to come to Waco. Um, what is something yeah. that you would like to see more of in Waco? Well, it's, it's kind of funny. People will come to me and say, okay, I saw something being built over there. What is it? <laughs> Bobby, tell me what this is. You know, you're the person I go to. What is it? Uh, there are some things that we can talk about uh, and some things that we've been asked by the, of course, usually it's the bigger developers mm-hmm. that say, hey, kind of keep a lid on it until we're ready. And, and we respect that. 
Uh, I know that people, as far as what they would like to see, and we're starting to see that, you know, Top Golf mm-hmm. and some of those kind of the venues. new Signmark or yeah, that's right, mm-hmm. Cinemark, all of that is, is exciting uh, to see a main event, and so there's some entertainment venues coming in. Ooh. Of course, I get I've been asked for years: Are we getting a Papa Do's? Are we getting a Trader Joe's? <laughs> Everybody are always asks. <laughs> So uh, I said, I've Whole got foods. my fingers crossed. I'm hoping, I'm hoping, I'm trying. But uh, it, uh, I really think, I, I really think once this riverfront development really kicks into gear, uh, you're going to start seeing that because that is uh, $100 million worth of work. And it's going to be a combination of restaurants. It's going to be dining along the river, shopping, living areas. Uh, the developer... Um, Catalyst Urban Development are real. They really specialize in developments like this, where it makes really easy to walk through, more of an urban feel. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, with all the development, you know, walkways on both sides of the river, uh, plans for the old abandoned railroad track that goes across the river, and uh, making possibly making it similar to the High Line in New York, oh, okay. where people can walk across yeah. it. You know, vendors. So. That's what excites me about mm-hmm. all this, and uh, just to see uh, you know, all the people getting to tell people about it. And that's one thing, just if I may say real quick, one of the things that that, that people have told me that have visited here, they said, yeah, everybody's so nice here. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, like that, of course, yeah. it's like that good old Southern hospitality. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, that I think that's what really draws people. Of course, you know, Chip and Joe do their their part to give them some nice wholesome uh, TV, and and I think that draws a lot of people. And and but all the other people that are investing in downtown, mm-hmm. you know, the small, you know, the coffee shops, the food trucks that's gotten really big here. Our farmers market, you mm-hmm. know, how big that is. So uh, it's just there's a lot of neat things falling into place. Uh, I'm not saying our Mary Street will be like 6th Street in Austin, but I know the city's really trying to develop Mary mm-hmm. Avenue. We've got like three hotels downtown mm-hmm. being proposed, three across the river, and that's just downtown. Mm-hmm. And so once that starts to open up, it's really it's going to be really cool to see. Yeah, I'm looking forward to all of this development that's happening, um, especially, you know, on this side of the river and on the east side of Waco. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to talk yeah. about maybe the push and pull of East Waco and the development that's happening over there? Oh, yeah, that that's what's really exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, east Waco for years, for decades, was uh, basically economically depressed. And mm-hmm. early, early, back in the early 1900s, that was due to, before we had flood controls on the Brazos, you know, it would flood, and mm-hmm. that's the low side of the river. So you really couldn't develop a lot because it flooded, it would ruin everything. Well, now that we've got, of course, the low water dam and we've got consistent water levels, that just helps the riverfront, that helps to keep the flooding in bay, at bay. Uh, but to see the uh, the development over there now on Bridge Street, see the hotels, the apartments, uh, the restaurants, a bank, uh, the food trucks, mm-hmm. uh, man, and just the upgrades to Elm Avenue uh, itself is just really exciting. And so uh, with once the suspension bridge gets finished in another probably year and a half, however long that takes, 
you know, it's it's going to once again tie both sides of, of the city together right there on Bridge Street, and it's, it's just really going to be neat. A great place for people to meet, families to meet, concerts. So that's what's neat to watch. Yeah, and you just briefly mentioned the suspension bridge. Do you want to talk about the progress that's happening right there? Yeah, probably pre- people say the progress is not fast enough. But <laughs> like I-35. <laughs> yeah, but considering considering that bridge has not been upgraded mm-hmm. since 1914, uh, it is it has stood the test of time. And when they get through upgrading it this time, hopefully it'll be there for another 100, 150 years, mm-hmm. you know. But uh doesn't look like much right now with all that plastic over it to protect. It looks like the, a tube. <laughs> yeah, while they're, while they're uh, and there's no suspension to it at yeah. all. That's why they built all those extra uh, bracing and forms underneath. But uh, I understand that the city is looking at maybe taking some of that old cabling mm-hmm. and sectioning it off and maybe, I don't know if they're going to auction it or sell it or what, just oh, wow. for souvenirs. So, that's really cool. Uh, yeah, so that's that's going to be be really cool. And uh, so that's that's neat to watch. The other neat things, if I may, real quick on the bridge, about 300 feet from there, the Washington Avenue Bridge mm-hmm. is the last remaining bridge of its kind oh, in the wow. United States that's still used for auto pedestrian traffic. Wow. So that bridge, the suspension bridge, uh, of course the interurban railway that we had back in the uh, early 50s and before, that just really helped make Waco a, a real economic place yeah, to be. Yeah, of course. And it was growing. And uh, even after the tornado, you know, it uh, Waco kind of sat dormant for several decades. And then finally, again, that one or two people started to step out on faith. Uh, the Dr. Pepper Museum, mm-hmm. which uh, I was a part of in 1991 when it opened. I was working oh, for wow. an architect. Uh, that building, the uh, the old Waco Hardware Building, now where Spice Village is, mm-hmm. those were kind of the, uh, and so I think there's an insurance building right down there across from the uh, uh, Dr. Pepper Museum. Mm-hmm. Those are some of the first buildings that kind of started the, renovation of, of downtown Waco. So uh, it, it's, it's again, it just takes one or two people to step out on faith and, and other people join in. Yeah, and I've been looking at um, historical pic- pictures of downtown Waco yes. um, for the pedestrian mall. How do you think that's inspiring today's development? Oh, yeah. Well, one of the exciting things to me is I've got some old historic pictures that I'm going to frame and put mm-hmm. in my office. I know the convention center has a bunch of those old pictures. Uh, the old suspension bridge. But I think what's really cool is that um, people are taking these older buildings, and I think it is so cool that these older buildings are being repurposed Mm -hmm. and the businesses. Uh, Of course, Chip and Joe bought the castle, and we're waiting to see what they're going to do with that. But just buildings that had such a big impact of who Waco was, Mm -hmm. and it still is. And um, that that is just such a big deal. I know for me personally, but just for others, just to bring people back. I've had, I don't know how many people tell me, I had no idea this was in Waco, Texas, <laughs> you know, so uh, it is It is so cool to really, uh, to watch that, to talk to people and, uh, you know, people that do tourism here and, and say, man, I've, t- I've toured all over the world. This is the best place, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of thing. So that, that makes you feel good. It makes you feel good. 
Yeah. And what do you love about our community here um, as you talk about your love for people and your love for the community? Well, as, as I said, you know, it's a uh, people will ask me, you know, I guess, you know, Waco's growing. Yeah, Waco's growing. But so far, in my opinion, so Waco still has that small town feel mm-hmm. to it. Now, I'm in Hamilton, a little over an hour from here. I grew up in small town. So mm-hmm. when I was living there as a little boy and come over to Waco, this was a big city to me. <laughs> so, uh, and I used to, uh, I can still remember, I used to hate coming downtown Waco at the time because it was just people everywhere. Mm-hmm. Of course, we went through the 70s and 80s. And that the, the downtown pedestrian mall thing didn't work, and you know people moved out. And uh, but we got through that, mm-hmm. and now to see all these businesses coming back downtown uh, is my whole view is different as mm-hmm. I've gotten older, and I have an appreciation for it. But it's all coming into play. Uh, people want to see these buildings mm-hmm. restored, and people are getting on board with that. And they're doing that. Yeah, that's really awesome. Um, and we have such you know a strong community right now yes. that's wanting to develop. Yes, um, it is. Which has influenced it Im- yeah. immensely um, and has changed so much. And that's one of the things that I like about when the chamber has been a part of this thousand friends of Waco mm-hmm. each month. And I always encourage people if they haven't ever been to to come and sit in on that because every month we uh, we usually have new people. Uh, it's not. Uh, we have some of the core group that mm-hmm. comes, but then we have new folks that come, mm-hmm. and they get to share about what they're doing with their business, and uh, you know programs like this. You get to share about that, and it's free advertising, and it's fun, <laughs> and you get to meet people. And the other thing that that the chamber does, uh, I work closely with Jennifer Branch, who oversees the Thousand Friends. We're really making an effort, and she's really tried to make an effort at least every other month, mm-hmm. uh, and if she could find the places, she'd probably do it every month, but at least every other month, go to a local business that has room, and we try to highlight that business. Mm-hmm. And so it just it helps other people to see this business, uh, get them a chance to talk about it, and then next month or the following, we'll go somewhere else and do yeah. the same thing. So uh, that is where I see the community really coming into play and uh, supporting the growth of Waco, and uh, and I don't I honestly do not see an end to it. People say, "Well, it's got to end sometime." Well, maybe, but not I'm yet. not. I'm not seeing not it. yet. I am not seeing it. And with with, I mean, what's fu- not funny, but it's really neat to see Waco. Texas in particular, and then Waco has been zeroed in on by a lot of these international companies. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are several companies from Germany that are oh, really? opening up their largest ever plants here in Waco. And, of course, we have Amazon. Amazon. And that's just one of the, the big buildings here. We've got uh, Uzine Utz, which is a big German company that do, does flooring. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a training center up in Dover, uh, Delaware. Wow! And but they're bringing that training facility to Waco, oh, so wow. there's going to be over a thousand, you know, mm-hmm. people coming in for training. Right down the street from there, you've got Zinc Power, which mm-hmm. they've got. They do zinc coating on this big steel, these big steel telephone mm-hmm. poles and uh, our towers, and um, they have fifty of these plants around the world. 
Well, Waco, Texas has their largest one. Wow. So it's things like that. You know, uh, Invasis is a, mm-hmm. a, a company out of Mexico that makes aluminum cans. And, uh, you know, Coca-Cola is one of their bigger clients. And so they're coming to Waco. Of course, because we have Coca-Cola That's here. right. Exactly. So um, that's the other neat thing. You know, people say, little old Waco, Texas, and all of a sudden mm-hmm. – the attention of the world, you know, SpaceX. All that manufacturing infrastructure yeah, just coming in. Yeah, SpaceX. Mm-hmm. And you got, I know that the chamber's working to develop the uh, aeronautical park out of mm-hmm. TSTC. Uh, and so a lot of space type industry, mm-hmm. uh, of course, with SpaceX and Elon Musk moving down near yeah, Austin. And so. <laughs> so the anyway. city that Elon Musk uh, bought, he's actually changing the name to Stardust, Texas. Stardust. Oh, Stardust, Stardust, so. Texas. Wow, how <laughs> appropriate! <laughs> so, but it's just you know I really get on a roll talking about this because mm-hmm. it is it is exciting to see. Yeah, and of course. So we're, I know the chamber is really trying uh, to to keep you know all these graduates from Baylor, TSTC, MCC. You know, keep them here in Waco. Yeah, and it's amazing because we have five campuses here, and not a lot of people realize that. They just think Baylor. Um, But we do have, we have MCC, TSDC, we have uh, Baylor. We have two um, satellite campuses with Tarleton and Texas Tech. Um, So it's really amazing to just think about that. That's right. And so with the effort to try to uh, uh, get these companies that come in to pay a higher wage, you know, that's going to obviously be interest to to people. and, And so... Uh, there's just a lot of neat synergy going on here mm-hmm. in a lot of different areas. People are all jumping on board with it. And uh, I just see some, uh, you know, Waco's one of the destination cities now. Mm-hmm. Who would have thunk it? <laughs> <laughs> so, but uh, for Waco, Texas, but it is. And the other thing just I wanted to say real quick about Waco in general is just, you know, Waco, like probably a lot of other cities, they've had their, their black eyes. They've had mm-hmm. some bad things happen. And, um, uh, and but there's been a lot of really really good things happening. Mm-hmm. Waco and the people here are very resilient, and uh, they rebound really carefully. And my former boss, uh, when I first came to the city, told me, he said, for whatever reason in Texas, and you know, of course we're here in Waco, but it seems like we're the last to go in an economic depression, but one of the first to come out. Mm-hmm. We just we just don't take the hit. Yeah. like other parts of the country do. And so that's very fortunate for us. And I think developers, big big companies see that, and they've, they've got their eye on Texas and mm-hmm. Waco for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is there anyone else that you want to shout out or any organizations you would like to share about? Uh, just, you know, just, uh, again, I, I've said the chamber several times. There's a lot of different organizations that, you know, the Waco Arts Center mm-hmm. and uh, – that are really trying to develop, uh, you know, the cultural Yeah, they have their new district. development yes, over there on Eighth right, Street. That's right. And uh, of course, the the home market. You know, the builders, even though they've had high prices to deal with on materials, they're still mm-hmm. building. And uh, I'm just, and just the people that have, just in general, the people that have bought into Waco, that are investing their money, and bringing these cool places. You know, to, whether it's Top Golf, Main Events, Cinemark, any of these places, the Riverfront, um, it, it's all, um, it's just all coming together. Yeah. And uh, so it's going to be exciting to see. Uh, Waco is going to be look a lot different in the next 
Well, it is now, but in the next five years, in particular, as the development comes on, of course, sure, ba- yeah. Baylor's always got something. Of, of course, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, uh, but it, it, it's really neat. I'm really proud of it. I love it here, and uh, that, yeah, this is my home. And yeah. uh, so we, it's really a great place. Yeah, and where can our listeners find out more information about the city of Waco and developmental services? Well, they can uh, they can go certainly to our uh, our city website. One of the things that I am working on, and I hope to send the first one out first part of June, is we've never had a newsletter. It's going to be online at least at mm-hmm. first, but a newsletter dedicated specifically for the development of Waco. And all the different departments that are involved, if somebody wants to build a building, somebody wants to remodel one of these old buildings, mm-hmm. uh, what what's that about? I'm going to start putting pictures of the riverfront up there in future uh, uh, newsletters. And I don't know exactly how often we'll send this out initially, but that is one way that people can keep up with it. And then, of course, as I said, the Thousand Friends of Waco is open uh, each month, uh, the third Wednesday of the month, and uh, so uh, that is a good way because I usually I ever every month I do a report of projects mm-hmm. coming to Waco. Oh, so, cool! Uh, anyway, so it's fun to, to talk about those and that people ask questions and when is this open? When is this open? <laughs> what is this over here? So uh, I, I enjoy doing that. It is a lot of fun. Yeah, and is there anything else you want to share with our listeners today? Uh, just. Uh, you know, the tourism side of Waco, mm-hmm. it's, it's really coming back. I mentioned earlier when I, I get out and walk just about every day and, you know, I may walk by Magnolia or I walk around town and just seeing everybody here. It's seeing all the different license plates from mm-hmm. different parts of the country. And uh, I remember reading that uh, in 2018, Waco, Texas was like the second mm-hmm. biggest tourist place next to Lanai, Hawaii, which still I'm kind of I know <laughs> I have to stop I need and to think go to about Hawaii. that yeah so <laughs> um but when you when you have something that that people really enjoy doing and can and can have fun they're going to come back mm-hmm. and they're going to bring their friends back or they're just going to come back so I would encourage people tell their friends come to Waco check Waco out uh, a lot of different apps that tells you things to do in Waco or uh, just come downtown and walk around. Yeah. You know, so. And of course, check out NoWaco.com. <laughs> That's right. That's exactly. That's exactly right. Yeah. So, and how did you actually find NoWaco? Because you actually messaged me through my website. Right. Well, actually, I, pro- I think it was from when, uh, from Thousand Friends initially. Oh, wow. okay. Yeah. And then uh, I get the emails. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Perfect. So uh, that's the, the way I, and I try to, and that's another thing, I try to keep my eyes and ears open for things. Uh, and um, I think oh, I need to check that out. You know? So I'm gonna. Uh, that, that's just one of the ways I I try to keep up with what's going on. Yeah, but, of course. Uh, I appreciate you doing things like this, and uh, yeah, and thank you for coming on. Yeah, yeah, it'll been a lot of fun, and uh, really enjoyed it. So thank you. All right, thank you. Thank you for tuning into this week's podcast. This is your host Debbie signing off. Now that you know, go, just go, Waco. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast.